Welcome to the Triple Confirmed Podcast, where we discuss Bitcoin price talk, trading ideas, and much, much more. I am your host, The Baked Potato, a five-year crypto analyst and crypto YouTuber. Today's date is November 16th, and this is episode 125. Well, and what a wonderful Wednesday it is. As always, my friends, things are (laughs) seemingly collapsing at our feet. Exchanges are dying. (laughs) It is uh, not a great time, apparently, to be in cryptocurrency. Really haven't seen a huge price impact today, though, which is fortunate for us with Gemini and Genesis as well. Yeah, and I see you're saying, same for BlockFi. Yeah, BlockFi also stopped withdrawals as of today, I believe, as well. So, again, not so great news um, coming out from this whole FTX thing, but... I really do believe that we've seen the blunt of the uh, brutal beating that we were going to get, that we have received already. But we'll have to see in the coming days and weeks if more and more, obviously, projects and exchanges continue to go down. That being said, we're going to take a look over here at price action, as always, starting out here on our macro charts. Take a little look-see at our weekly, and ooh, ooh, obviously not looking so great. Weekly still has yet to triple confirm itself back down, invalidating the weekly triple confirmation that we had up as of October, uh, yes, October 31st. So we haven't fully invalidated this thing yet. There is still time and potential for this thing to turn itself back up if we were to get a green dot by uh, next week's open or and hopefully close. Uh, we may end up being able to turn ourselves back up before we can actually TC down. Of course, this is just speculation, ideas from the from the abyss. For now, you know, we have to have a heavier hand at the downside, but the medium term is still looking uh, like recovery, at least to some extent before continuation to the downside. So, yeah, really not too, too much else to talk about with that weekly. We know that we have touched our 786 with ETH, at about 10, uh, 1,065, and Bitcoin's riding way below the zero line, sitting up here at 25,000 up on our weekly. Uh, when we move into our more intraday midterm macro, we can see the three-day has TC down. We're starting to kind of round off a bottom here. Money flow kind of flatlining out, telling me that sell pressure and buy pressure has basically come to a standstill. There's not a lot of price action in this range right now um, with a lot of uncertainty going on in the space. Makes sense, of course, right? Not a lot happening. Not a lot of people are certain of what's going to happen. We've obviously fallen a lot farther than anything else in the surrounding area of traditionals and et cetera, et cetera. Even just within the last week, gold has had a pretty proportionate pump, which usually Bitcoin would kind of ride along for the ride with that and obviously hasn't moved at all. Same with the stock market, obviously pumping up to about 4,000 points and Bitcoin just kind of sitting on the sideline being like, you know, I'm not <laughs> really sure what I, what's going to happen. So from my understanding, from what I'm thinking, you know, as long as the S&P continues to sit up in this range and doesn't break back below the 618, which is right where we are right now, sitting at about 3950, I believe that Bitcoin still has a chance of, like I said, somewhat recovery. Um, we'd be looking in towards the $18,000 mark. ETH, I did originally say $1,350. It could be a little bit higher, potentially towards $1,400 as a new lower high type of zone to be aiming for. 
and it might actually be a little bit better. Again, it just depends on uh, what's going to happen over the next couple of weeks with uh, the detriment of the contagion of FTX and everything else, the aftermath of what we see from that. Going into our shorter midterms, daily 16-hour stuff, we were looking quite good as of yesterday, but today, not so great. It's it's honestly like, it's hard to say right now because obviously ETH getting a red dot, Bitcoin getting a green dot, money flow <laughs> flatlining out at the zero line and or just flatlining out in general is telling me that there's just, there's again, so much uncertainty in this region right now. I don't think any coins sure of what it wants to do or what's going to happen over the next little while. So we need to see some sort of catalyst, big whales coming in, buying up price, etc., etc. Um, CME is trading about $500 lower than the current price uh, of Bitcoin as it is. CME trading at about 16000 rather than 16550 where we are right now. So some interesting data to be looking at for sure. CME thinks that we're going to get continuation lower, or they could actually be just purchasing at a discount right now. It's, again, just going to be something that we need to see over the coming days. 16-hour as of yesterday was looking good, like I said, but today we can see that money flow is starting to shift itself back down, potential for a red dot in the next day or two, potentially confirming more of a bear flag. Um, meaning that we would be looking for a extension all the way down into potentially 13,000, uh, somewhere between 13,000 and 13,500. As far as ETH goes, this could be reaching below $1,000 into the 900 region, which would put us right in the range of where we touched down the first time when we came down um, back here in June. So that's the next level I would be looking for if we were to break our lows here and get continuation down if everything turns down before it can turn back up, and in which case we would obviously close our starting positions. If you're still in shorts, then you'd be looking to add back to your shorts and or get back into your shorts. And I think as things go right now, you know, I think that's the better option of what we have. Essentially, the market structure would restructure itself back into a bearish posture, extending the fibs, farther into the downside. For now, it's not 100% confirmed, right? We still need to see a couple things happen before that all comes to fruition. Yeah, this type of pattern can be either seen as a bottoming pattern or a continuation pattern if we don't get strength by the end of it. That's the whole thing. Is volume going to come in? Are the whales going to essentially save us here and or create some sort of trap for the bulls? Really, you know, it's going to be hard to invalidate some sort of lower high continuation potential for bearish divergence if we do come back up before taking another step to the downside. We can see that money flow in these medium terms, uh, 8 hour to 12 hour, are pretty heavy into the red. Um, rejections off the zero line are happening as we speak. And again, it's just a matter of are we going to see volume come in in the next day or two? Uh, before everything could turn itself back down again? Or is it just going to turn down with no strength and complete weakness and we see continuation for that next leg? It's looking a little bit, obviously, more possible now because of what's been happening today. We had a chance of getting continuation to the upside, but we didn't end up using it yet. As we can see on our 8-hour, we are still technically TC'd to the upside on both ETH and BTC. 
but because we're rejecting off the zero line, if it does TC back down, it's going to be a complete invalidation of this triple confirmation to the upside. Potential for invalidation of the bullish divergence that we have. It's very weak. It's only on Bitcoin. It's not really showing up on ETH here. Obviously, we have higher lows here. Higher lows. So just some food for thought. Again, this starting entry, you need to have a stop loss on it and be very aware that the, you know, the current environment is still pointing to the downside. Um, when we move ourselves into our shorter terms, such as our four hour, we can see that again, we're trying to turn up even as of right now, but the money flow overall is arching down, telling me that momentum is starting to come back into the sell pressure. And we are more likely, you know, looking at potential continuation down. I still really think that there's going to be some sort of spike to the upside, even if it's smaller than expected, just for a last uh, second trap sort of deal. And or maybe we end up pushing lower first, creating a bullish divergence along the market structure of about 15,700, 800, potentially with a closing candle. And for ETH, uh, we'd be looking at lower than 11.35, 11.40. If that's going to happen, obviously it's going to take another step down, hit a low, turn itself back up if it is going to diverge. And then obviously it still needs to confirm said divergence. You can see on our four hours here that the market structure lines, uh, the FIB lines um, on Bitcoin have already started to restructure themselves. On ETH, they have not. We still have positive FIBs going on on ETH. So again, the, the idea of a bounce here and some sort of reclamation back to the 382, sitting at around 1450 or even just upwards of 1350 on ETH, and as far as Bitcoin goes into the potential $18,000 region or even a bit higher towards 1920 is still very possible in this point in time, but it's looking less and less likely as uh, time progresses. So we need to be careful. We are continually bouncing off the 618 if we push through it. You know, again, a close below uh, 16200 is what's probably going to trigger us to start uh, waterfalling for the next leg down. So I still stand by the stop loss, uh, at least on Bitcoin, uh, of what we talked about in the trades channel. As far as ETH goes, uh, the price was already sitting at 1230 last night when it tc on the hourly so again it was it was kind of expected that it was going to come a bit lower while bitcoin still had about a 200 dollars region left to move down into that 16500 it was still sitting at about 16700 when eth had already touched uh 1230 telling me that you know i may have over speculated the uh, starting entry price there by about 30 30 40 bucks so if you guys caught that, you know, great job. Otherwise, um, I'm still in my starting long entries in this region, 16,500, and ended up getting an ETH entry at about 12.10. So I'm still in it. I adjusted the stop loss on ETH accordingly, about $40 below my starting entry. So sitting at about 11.70. And the Bitcoin stop loss price is still the same as stated. You know, and again, like coming into the hourly, it's definitely trying. You know, we can see that we have a green dot. We're trying to turn ourselves back up. We potentially still have bottoming formation here as we do have higher lows. We need a higher high 
in the very short term, meaning we need to get above 1700 here, which would break the hourly market structure, hopefully restructure all the fibs. And then in the medium term, we still need to get above 1800. So you can see where these two levels are coming in and why. Yeah, other than that, I mean, again, it's, 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 it's definitely looking still like it wants to BART itself back up, just as we did down, um, to retest into this region. But just being cautious, being aware that it may not happen, we may end up just shifting momentum back to the downside. We do have FIB extensions on the hourly set all the way down into that $13,500 region. Um, and as far as ETH goes on the hourly, let's see here. Load. There we are. Extensions all the way down into that $920 region. So being aware, there is some divergence here. It's nice. It's only set up on the hourly. The medium terms, the midterm macro, trying to turn itself back down. So again, it's just going to come down to, is volume going to come in in time to push ourselves back up and hopefully back through those regions? Taking a look at the DXY and the US 10-year, we can see that we were getting a bit of a bounce back today to the upside with some divergence stacked up in our very short terms. Let me get off of these for a minute here, back up to our hourly. Yeah, hourlies are still on the way down, potentially re-TCing ourselves back down on the... Uh, the DXY and invalidating the bullish hourly triple confirmation that we had. So, and again, momentum of both of these is turning itself back down as well. So short term, very, very short term, turned itself back up. I don't think it's the time yet to be seeing these things start to bottom or turn themselves completely back up in anything more than a short term capability. Bit of, bit of potential divergence here on the hourly for the US 10, but again, we're heavy into the red on the momentum. We're just shifting back into the red on the DXY. And if it does TC, it will invalidate the bullish triple confirmation that we had still TC'd clearly on the 10 year yield. We've already gotten lower high, lower high, converging waves. I don't see these things turning around at any point too soon. There is some bullish divergence stuff stacking up along this bottom but it could also be just setting itself up for failure and taking another step to the downside. This might hold us off from dumping on BTC and ETH, uh, at least as much as, as it possibly could, but it still could end up falling a little bit, just as we saw the last time, just because of, again, what's happening in the background with the news, FTX, and now as of you know today with Gemini uh, going down as well. I don't believe Gemini is completely done. I think they just they stopped their withdrawals. So they could be essentially just putting in uh, some sort of safety net for themselves that they don't run into liquidity issues with uh, the price of Bitcoin possibly falling off a cliff soon. And coming back over here, finally, for the S&P, one last look over here. There is some nice divergence stacking up, bullish divergence stacking up in this region here. Uh, of our very short terms. So potentially coming back up for a retest of resistance, sitting somewhere up here at around 3980-ish, maybe even a bit higher at around, yeah, about 3980, I'd say. Um, and obviously if we can break through the 4,000 point region, we'd be smashing into that resistance one more time. If we can get through it, there's much more possible hope 
for continuing this more midterm type of uh, trend uh, trade environment here. There's not really any bearish divergence showing up in our hourly here. I know that the divergence seeker is telling you that there's there's one spot, um, but it's just one indicator possible for bearish divergence here. It's not showing up really on anything other than uh, momentum and market liberator as well. So charts aside, if you guys were paying attention today, you probably saw that we opened up our pre-sale registration page. You guys can head over to the website. It is open to fill out as of right now. Uh, if you're interested in getting involved with the community rounds, if you guys aren't aware, we are doing two essentially pre-pre-sales for communities that are involved in cryptocurrency already. We won't be doing that internally through our server, but if you follow along and you pay attention to the other communities that we're getting involved with, you'll be able to potentially participate with those communities if you see, uh, if you want to. So very exciting stuff that we do have the registration page up. Obviously, all the pre-sale information page has been up as well for a day and a half now. Very cool. Go check that out. You can learn about what we're doing with our Vesting Plus, which is essentially going to be an optional vesting period in which that you can earn more free triple confirmation tokens, upwards of 10%. So super awesome. Really, we think it's a great way going forward that we're giving you guys the option to vest rather than forcing everyone <laughs> into a vesting period. So yeah, go check that out. Again, right on tripleconfirmation.com. All the information will be under those pages. So being aware of all the stuff that's going on, being liquid with your positions, not getting stuck or trapped in any trades right now is very key. Um, and just paying attention to what's going on and who's reacting to it. you got to know that there are much larger fish underwater right now that I don't believe are going to allow themselves to get screwed over, right? If they have to dig themselves out of a hole, they will, um, meaning that they will buy up a bunch of Bitcoin at some certain point to push prices where they need to push them, essentially DCAing themselves out of their bad positions. Um, there will be opportunity, even if it does get uh, pushed lower after said possible exit point, just, just something to pay attention to and look for and take advantage of if you possibly can. Hmm. Yeah, my friends. Pay attention to those, those prices that I pointed out as stop losses. Again, reevaluate the ETH stop loss price. I'll probably update that in the next couple minutes here. Um, just because, again, ETH came down a little bit quicker than Bitcoin. And by the time Bitcoin got to uh, the price we were looking for, for that ideal starting entry, uh, ETH was already down closer towards 1200 rather than 1230 So not a bad thing. If you're paying attention, you would have known that, hmm, oh, it's already at 1230 but everything on the hourly is just starting to turn down. So possibly waiting a little bit longer for that better ideal starting entry. All right, my friends. Again, thank you all for taking the time to listen today. We appreciate the heck of you guys. Go on over and check out our pre-sale registration and pre-sale page. There's a ton of good information there. Fill out the form. It takes five, five minutes maybe 
um, gives us a better idea of what you guys are thinking uh, as far as potential investment-wise later. And we hope that you have a great rest of your day. Take care. Bye-bye.